see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. I can see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. Everybody say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. down it's your boy dre back again with another episode of the fuck this shit podcast as always we started off the same way thank you to everyone who listens to this motherfucker every week man thanks for all the likes and subscribes the engagement with the social media thank you for every review that y'all have left those five star reviews they help that podcast jump up the list when people looking for some shit to listen to. You know what I'm saying? And they give me a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling inside. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that shit. For all of the paid subscribers, thank y'all as well. I think they'll let you know that $4.99 is starting to kind of kick in a little bit. Making it a point to give y'all the bonus episodes. I know I know y'all see it. The hustle is crazy, bro. I told y'all. Season 3 was going to be different. I promised y'all episodes every other week. This is your second episode of season three in a week. You know what I'm saying? When I get downtime, I'm jumping on this motherfucker. If I got something I want to talk to y'all about, I'm jumping on this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep jumping on it till I start to look and I'm like, oh, damn, they not fucking with it. But right now, y'all fucking with it. So we're going to keep on giving y'all more shit to fuck with. You feel me? Anyway, anyway, y'all don't feel me. Uh, Man, ain't, ain't really shit else, man. How y'all feel about the man? I, I know y'all. I'm gonna drop a. I'm gonna drop a, a poll on this motherfucker. How y'all feel about about the new theme song? You know what I'm saying? Did you stay all the way to the end of the last episode so you could hear the the full length fuck this shit track? You know what I'm saying? My nigga Takis ate that bitch. That motherfucker dope. I, I I was gonna make it. I was gonna completely change the theme song, but I just felt like. Honestly, Keys killed that first joint so hard. You know what I'm saying? I had to keep them both. You know what I'm saying? So, y'all tap in and let me know how y'all like those. Uh, I'm really excited to hear what y'all what y'all think. You know, it's, it's new and shiny for me, so I love it. Honestly, um, yeah, uh, ain't really a whole bunch going down. You know, this is a this episode is gonna be one of those. So you'll you'll get some of these as a as season three goes on. Um, you'll get, you know what I'm saying, a longer, more structured episodes. Those will be at least every two weeks. But uh, I'm making it a point to jump on here when I have enough to talk about. It's something I want to tell y'all about. I'm hopping on. I'm giving you an episode. It might only be 30 minutes, you know, whatever. Um, A lot of that will be bonus content for those people who subscribe for that $4.99 a month. You know, if you listen on Spotify, you might notice some of the episodes are locked. You know, a little fee will get you in there. You know what I'm saying? It's laughs over here. It's stories. It's good times over here on the other side. And I used to do that shit where I'll make some shit bonus content, and then after a while I'll release it to everybody else. I'm not doing that anymore. If it comes out locked, that shit's locked forever. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. Also, the deeper into season three we get, I'm going to start locking old episodes from season two. Y'all think I'm playing, bro. I need my money. I love y'all, and I'm going to keep giving you content, free content, consistently. A lot of it. You see, we here with some more free shit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm running up my bag, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for all of that. So just know changes coming to this motherfucker. <laughs> nah, but I ain't been doing much. You know, y'all might hear my. I don't know if y'all can hear the washing machine in the background. I told y'all in the previous thing. I 
One thing that I listen to other podcasts, right? And I'm not going to cap y'all. I know y'all noticed it if y'all podcast. My nigga, my audio quality really be really crispity, crunchity, crackety. You know what I'm saying? My shit really crispy. Motherfuckers be out here sounding like they in the car. You know what I'm saying? Got thousands of motherfucking reviews and shit. I'm like, damn, my nigga, you got on, you you still got on the fucking AirPods, bro. I got the, you ain't even mic'd up, B. You know what I'm saying? That's how I'm feeling. But nah, um, real talk, not not even hating on that shit. It just made me realize that like, because of like the, the spaces that platform, or that platforms, the space that podcasts kind of like get recorded in and a vibe, like having that background noise isn't like, you know, completely detrimental to the podcast. But y'all let me know, because like right now I can hear this washing machine behind me. And it's like I would never record a full episode with my clothes washing. But nigga, y'all know how clothes be, bro. Like, how are you really supposed to ever keep all your clothes clean? As soon as you get them folded up, you you have clothes on right there. Like, when I do laundry, I be wanting to get butt ass naked and just put all my clothes in the washing machine so I can for real. But then as soon as but what you going to do, go put some clothes on. And now the cycle begins. Bruh, this shit is really tragic. It's really a tragedy, and I just don't understand why I've been beholden to this. But so to read my point in saying all that is that I'm I gotta wash the clothes right now, and I want to give y'all more content, so I gotta record the content right now. And I don't, you know what I'm saying? It ain't enough of y'all subscribing and sharing for me to have a big ass house where I'm in a whole area away away from this shit. You know what I'm saying? I told y'all earlier my closet wasn't that big. You know what I'm saying? My house is regular big. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like we grew up with just enough bedrooms for the kids, and now it's an extra bedroom. So, like, this house feels big. That's how big my house is, y'all. It's not huge at all. Motherfuckers, I can, I can have guests come, and it's like, depending on, like, what you and you're like, I got a queen-size bed for y'all. So, like, if it's, like, a couple, and y'all like me and, and Blaze's mama... It ain't no way, y'all. Y'all need a hotel. I ain't got room for you. That's what I'm saying. My shit ain't that big. Anyway, I say all that to say, you know, I apologize if this if the, the background is too much. You know what I'm saying? Y'all tap in, and we'll make sure that this never happens again. You know what I'm saying? Another little side note on washing clothes, though. Not I'm always here talking about how Bree's dumb. You know what I'm saying? But why Bree made me feel like a dumb ass the other day? I'm folding my clothes and I'm talking to Bree about how much I hate folding clothes pretty much. I'm like, I fucking hate doing laundry. Like the worst part is folding up the clothes, blah, 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 blah. I was just bitching and shit. And she's looking at me, watching me fold the clothes. And she's like, uh, I bet you hate uh, folded clothes. All your clothes is inside out. Would you take your clothes off like a cartoon character or something like that? All inside out. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, no, it's my, it's the, this is from the washing machine and the dryer. Like, she's like, you really think that your clothes get turned inside out from the washer and the dryer? She's like, the washer and dryer does not turn your clothes inside out. You turn your clothes inside out when you're taking them off. So now I'm over here thinking like back to myself and really trying to think of when I take my clothes off, like, how do I take my clothes off? And I'm rewinding it while she's talking to me and realizing while she's talking to me, this little motherfucker is right. Like, y'all, I don't like when I take my pants off, I don't like grab my pants by the ankle and then like pull the leg all the way off. Like I grab my pants by the waist and pull them off over my feet 
inside out and throw them in a thing. When I, and I know that because whenever I have to get my belt out of a pair of pants I've already worn, the belt is always like all weird and half inside out and not inside out because of how I took my pants off. I do the same thing with my shirts. Like, is that just me? Is that just me or is that everybody? Do y'all do that shit too? I'm looking at the audio on this thing and I know y'all can hear that motherfucking washing machine. Anyway, whatever. Y'all really have to tell me how loud. I'm going I'm to listen back to this. It's getting recorded. It's getting published regardless though. We'll see if we ever do this again. But anyway, I'm looking back and I'm like, she's fucking right. All this is going on while she's talking to me. So like if you can imagine like a, like a movie where you come in and like, you have this whole scene playing in your mind while somebody else is talking, but like they're kind of talking in slow motion because you're thinking so fast, right? That's what's going on. I still was like, no, nah, you're full of shit. Like, fuck you, get out of here. And I just wouldn't really talk to her about it no more, but she was fucking right, bro. Do y'all do that too? Is it just me? She definitely made it seem like I'm the only person who does that. She said like a fucking cartoon, bro. Like she hit me with some shit that I would hit somebody with. She literally looked at me and said, do you take your clothes off like a cartoon? I feel like in her mind, I don't know how much Brie cusses, but I know Brie cusses. Like Brie's 15. And like, and this is the thing about like, I'm going to say black households, but this is not. All the people who I, all the kids who I knew who could cuss in front of their parents was white, but all my white friends definitely could not cuss in front of their parents. So I don't want to put it out there like I think that's what it was. It's it's like select community within the white community though. Still like as <laughs> the only black kids who I knew who it's funny because it's like the opposite. The black kids I knew who could cuss in front of their parents like they had crackheads for parents. The white kids who I knew who could cuss in front of their parents like their parents were like really rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had a lot of money and they weren't, like, pressed about what their kids were doing, I guess. Um, But anyway, my whole point was, I know Brie cusses. You know, I just don't know how much Brie cusses. But I know that if she, if it was me with the amount of profanity that comes out of my mouth, what I literally would have said was, do you take your clothes off like a fucking cartoon? That's how I felt like she hit me, y'all. I was so, uh like irritated not like embarrassed is not the right word because like she's my kid like she's poor how can i be embarrassed in front of someone poor like honestly amy has more money than brie amy has more money anyway but i was i was just like man you motherfucker she got me and it's usually i would take real nigga story time i would have taken a, uh, taken a break to do real nigga story time and the story would have been about brie being dumb you know what I'm saying? But this time, I guess I just had to hit it in the intro because Brie got me this time with a little dusty ass. But uh, I am going to go to a little break because, you know, that's how the bills get paid. That's the other thing. You know what I'm saying? Just to plug it one more time for that 499 on them episodes that this, this lock that they get on there. Ain't no ain't no ads on them episodes. They don't hear no ads. That 499, that shit just play smooth through like butter. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to hear about the Anchor app. You don't give a fuck about the Anchor app. You ain't trying to make a podcast. I don't want you to make a podcast. I don't need no more competition in these streets. So, you know, fuck you and your podcast. But I mean, we're going to take a quick break and you're going to hear about how you could make a podcast with Anchor. <laughs> So today, what I really, the only thing I really super duper wanted to talk about in the middle of this episode, the whole reason why I'm here is because, you know, y'all, I moved to Texas about three, four years ago. 
five, it's been four years now, I think. And from Oklahoma, right above Texas, you know. Um, and I tell people who are out here, like, Oklahoma and Texas really ain't that different. Aside from, like, the major cities in Texas, they damn near the same. Um, but if you're from Oklahoma, you know we all kind of have, like, this low-key infatuation with Texas. Like, our culture is really Texas culture. The music that we was really on when we was in high school, Texas music. Like, a lot from Dallas, where I'm from, is only two hours from Dallas. You know what I'm saying? Maybe two and a half hours from Dallas. Um, and, like, we don't really have any huge cultural influences anywhere else close to us. Like, what are we going to be like? Oh, we're going to do the shit that they do in, in Missouri or the the shit that they do in Arkansas? Well, we don't do that. So, we do the shit that they do in Texas. Anyway, um, also, you get paid more in Texas. You know, it's like common knowledge where I'm from. Like, if you move to Texas, you can do the same shit you're doing now and you'll make more money. Um, my last year serving in Oklahoma, I probably made like, I don't know, $30,000, $35,000. I'm hitting $50,000, $55,000 serving tables every year here at, Pop, uh, at uh, in Houston, um, regardless to where I'm at, at either job. Um, uh, so, I, I, you know, when I when I moved here, I was excited. Yeah, I, I mean, the roads is nicer out here. The highways are better maintained. There's more stuff. Yeah, I live in Houston now, so it's this big city. I'm just really excited about everything that's coming with this, right? Um, And when I moved here from Ohio, one of the people, uh, they, they uh, a bunch of our friends out there made us like this little going away thing, and they all wrote little letters on it. And, and this one dude, Brandon, Brandon's real as fuck. I fucks with Brandon. He writes on there, watch out for Ted Cruz, ha ha, right? And I've always like cared about politics and stuff like that or whatever to a to a degree. But like really in truth, like most people, like I was more concerned on like national scale politics. Uh, and I didn't really pay attention to local politics, especially in my 20s, right? So I knew who Ted Cruz was. I knew Ted Cruz was weird as fuck. And I'm like, ha ha, watch out for Ted Cruz. I did not realize how unique politics in Texas are in regards to like, how crazy conservative and and like right wing the agendas be you know what i'm saying like i knew like i knew it's hard to get an abortion in oklahoma it might be illegal i don't know because i i mean in truth i've never had i feel like it used to be and maybe it's not anymore because i feel like girls from my hometown used to go to wichita falls maybe it's just because it's closer though than oklahoma city i don't know um I really don't know so I don't want to say one way or the other but I know it definitely wasn't like it was frowned upon if it wasn't illegal it was hard to do in Oklahoma um but that's really all I, I knew um and none of the other stuff that happened there was really on my radar since I've moved to this motherfucker Hot Wheels stay in the news bruh Texas legislature stay in the news like national news and I know Texas is huge and shit so it's like okay that makes sense but or maybe because I live here now and I just be seeing all this shit but dude we talked about the abortion ban already and you know what he was out there saying about that shit on some goofy shit how they was gonna eliminate rape which I'm still waiting on the, the rape elimination plan I'm ready to see that I would like to see that Right alongside how they're going to get rid of some of these flood zones and, you know, if they could lower some of these tolls. You know what I'm saying? These are just some things that are on my personal agenda that if, you know, Abbott want to work on, you know, maybe you could do that. But whatever. Uh, 
Yeah, we waiting on the, the, the rape elimination plan. But now, they, it's the, okay. I don't know. So, so I'm going to just read y'all the story. And then we'll, we'll, we'll get into everything that comes comes from, from it afterwards. All the different shit that, that there is. Um, essentially, what happened is, Texas was like, we're going to introduce a bill where we're going to consider... Uh, what they call gender affirming care uh, type shit for transgender adolescents if you're not 18 and your parents are helping you get you know hormone treatment or anything like that they trying to make that child abuse under new state law the, the article reads Governor Greg Abbott told state health agencies in Texas on Tuesday that medical treatments provided to transgender adolescents widely considered to be the standard of care in medicine should be classified as child abuse under the existing state law. His statements made in a letter to the Texas Department of Family and Protective Services followed an opinion on Friday by Attorney Ken, uh, Etern, uh, <coughs> excuse me, by Attorney General Ken Paxson that said providing medical treatments like puberty suppressing drugs and hormones to transgender teenagers should be investigated as child abuse. Abbott specified that reporting requirements applied to all licensed professionals who have direct content uh, contact with children who may be subject to such abuse, including doctors, nurses, teachers, and provides criminal penalties for failure to report such child abuse. So essentially, like, and then it goes on to say that, like, it's unclear whether that's going to change the laws and if they can either prosecute those. But just the fact that they're trying to do that. It's really fucking crazy, bro. Like, so, I mean, you can have your own feelings about that. Like, on on, on a personal opinion, I'll just throw mine out there just because it's my podcast, so I guess that's what I'll do. If either of my daughters came to me and told me that they felt like they weren't girls and that they was going to be boys or whatever, that they was transgender, that I didn't identify that way, I don't know the terminology. It doesn't matter. It, it does matter, but I don't know it. So, whatever. If they came to me and they said that's what they want to do, I personally would not I guess allow is the word I, I wouldn't give them any like chemical intervention on that I'd be like you could dress how you want we'll address you however you want to be addressed you know what I'm saying like we'll do whatever you want to do but at this age at that age before you like 21 like you're you're literally your frontal lobe is not even finished developing like you don't have all of your rational and your reasoning all put together and, like, all your decision-making isn't made based off of that. It's just a lot based off of some other shit. And, and that's why I say I would not give my child that kind of treatment because I would want them to be grown before they made that decision for sure. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't want them to start something based on how they felt at that age. And then as they got older, they didn't feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like, well, there's nothing you can do now. And I, I just wouldn't want to put my kids in that position because, you know, I'm the parent and that's... That would be my take on it. It's not from a place of hate. You know what I'm saying? It's not even like, I don't believe you. It's not that. It's just, at that age, I feel like you still need more time to really determine whatever. With that being said, I've always said that as parents, we all just fucking our kids up from the moment we get them. And it's just a matter of if you could fuck them up a little bit less than somebody else would have. Like, parenting is fucking hard. Like, it's really difficult to parent these kids. It's really hard to decide what is best for a child. Like it's really difficult to decide what you should do for someone when they can't make decisions on their own to ensure that they will be able to live their adult life 
to the the fullest of their capabilities. Like that shit is damn near fucking impossible. So with that being said, if you feel like your child coming to you telling you that they identify a different way means that you need to help them in that way, if the medical community is deemed that safe, that's y'all's fucking business. That is y'all's business. Like, yes, your child wants this. You're saying this is something that your child wants. This is something that you and a medical professional. Now, if you told me that you wanted to cut your son's dick off in the basement, I would tell you no. I would say that that's child abuse. It's child abuse to, to, to mutilate your children's genitalia on your own, you know what I'm saying, just willy-nilly at the crib because they don't want to be a boy no more. But if a doctor tells you that there's medical intervention that will help your child get the desired results that they want and make them happy and they go through the, the necessary mental counseling for that, which I'm... A hundred percent certain they have to do. You know what I'm saying? If they go through all of those channels and all of that stuff and it all checks out and you want to let your child take that option, then there's nothing wrong with that to me. That is your prerogative as a parent. We'll just have to disagree on it. And that's fine because I'm not raising your kids and you not raising my kids. And I genuinely don't give a fuck what you think about what I do with my kids. So, you know, whatever. But the, the thing that's so crazy to me is that the same people who advocate for this type of shit, like they, they're they such fucking hypocrites. It'd be the same people who, you can't make me wear a mask. You can't make me let my kids learn about slavery. You can't make me do this. You can't take my guns. You can't force me to do that. You can't dictate my decisions. It's like they're a whole fucking thing. But they're like, Oh, man, you a woman and you want to make a decision with your body? Nah, we can't really fuck with that. That's not right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you a parent and you want to make a decision with your with your child that's like outside of like, yeah, I don't know, like white Christian conservatism or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to let your kid express himself in any other way? Like, no, nah, that's child abuse. Anything that's got to do with like homosexuality or women's rights, like that's that's out of here. That's that's child abuse. That's murder. You know what I'm saying? They go to the end. They go to the farthest extent. It's not just wrong. It's murder. You are murdering a baby. You are abusing a child. You know what I'm saying? It, he's the same motherfuckers who was standing up in parent fucking conferences and fucking school board meetings talking about it's child abuse to put the mask on the children. So it's child abuse to put a, chi- a mask on a child. It's child abuse. Like hey, anything is child abuse, but these are the same motherfuckers who will literally send their kid to a conversion camp. Like they will send their kid to a conversion camp to pray the gay away where they be in there doing God knows what to them fucking kids, send their kids off the boarding schools where they be getting all fucked on by the teachers and shit like that. Don't know what's going on out that motherfucker. Over some dry ass shit because they kid want to do some shit that they slow key didn't agree with. Man, like, fuck that shit, bro. I just cannot. I can't. And it's just crazy to me. It's crazy to me because, man, like, really? As a black man, I really do. I've said this before. Like, black people as a whole, we really do like to feel like we have the, we got the, what's the word I'm looking for? We we got a uh I can't think of the fucking word I'm I'm trying to think right now. We got we 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 got a claim over the oppression in America though. You know what I'm saying? Like we got that's ours. Like we got the trophy for number one oppressed. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong, ours has been going on a little bit longer. So you know what I'm saying? It's a little more baked in. But 
it's considered so wrong to like outwardly discriminate against black people that like they don't have like nigger laws like this is like the trans bill like they're like keep those trannies out of this like texas got the rule against transgenders in sports like they just like directly like yeah anything we can keep them from doing we're going to keep them from doing we don't want you in our bathrooms we don't want you on our sports teams we don't want you here like and that shit is wild like I don't even understand it. I've always felt like I've said this about Boosie. It's the it's the Boosie theory to me. It's a lot of gays in that area, bro. Like it's a lot of gay men making these rules. You gotta be gay to be that afraid of homosexuality. Because like to me, gay people don't scare me. Like when I see a gay nigga walking around, I don't be like, oh man, he might pull his dick out. Like that's not. I don't think that's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think these are like, oh man, what if he tries to rub it on me? Like I don't think any of that's gonna occur. I actually think. What will probably happen is he'll like go on about his gay way and I'll go on about my not gay way. We'll never be the wiser. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not really like a threat to me in any kind of way. They're not a threat to my children. I don't think that my, my, all of my daughter's friends are gay. Like I swear I've met so many of my daughter's friends. They're all gay. I haven't met any of her friends that like boys. And I'm like, whatever. I don't think my daughter's gay. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. She was gay. I wouldn't give a fuck. But she might. I don't think she is. And it's just it's just really crazy to me. But but what's even wilder and something that I had to kind of acknowledge myself, because I, I love to say that everything is somebody else's fault. But like homo, homosexuality, uh, homophobia is like rampant in the black community. Like it really is. Um, And not the way my daughter and her little friends think everybody homophobic. Fuck that. But for real, for real, like. A lot of this stuff is like supported by like, I mean, honestly, I use Boosie as an example, but like even like the Boosies of the world, like people who would who in other in damn near any other way would position themselves like far, far, far left. You know what I'm saying? Like the black community has a segment when it comes to guns and and homosexuality. That's really a lot more conservative than I think people realize outside of that community so whenever these kind of things go down they kind of go down a little easier than you think because the people who give a fuck in truth it's not really a lot of them and i and this is what i mean by that it's not really a lot of them people who give a fuck and this is something that i had to acknowledge within myself that sometimes because something doesn't impact you and because you don't have any identifiers to it or any like ties to it, you just don't really give a fuck about it. You know what I'm saying? So like for the longest time, I really just didn't give a fuck about the transgender community. Like I didn't care about the transgender community one way or another. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever, y'all do whatever you want to do. Cut your dick off, sew one on, whatever. I don't care. Like do whatever the fuck you want. And that was really my stance on the whole thing. What I had to realize was that having that stance makes you, even though you don't have any animus towards this group, it definitely doesn't position you as an advocate and it definitely allows for that group to still be marginalized in a deeper way because you're not going to stop it. You know what I'm saying? Because like had this story came out five years ago, I wouldn't have given a fuck. Honestly, like I just wouldn't have cared. That's something that's like grown within me over time that I care about groups that I don't really have any ties to even when I talk about the gay community like my sister's gay I have two gay sisters you know what I'm saying like let my auntie tell it I got a gay uncle you know what I'm saying (laughs) um 
it's just like and I have and and I I've I have gay friends, you know what I'm saying, gay coworkers. Like I have more just women who like lesbian or gay or lesbian friends or family members enough that I care about their issues in a way because they're people to me. I don't know any transgenders. I have I've met them, I've I've waited on them before, I've seen them like but I don't know any. I don't know a single transgender person. So for me to like give a fuck about their issues is a conscious thing that I have to do. And in order to have that conscious giving a fuck, I had to realize that I wasn't giving a fuck. If that made any sense, I had to realize that I don't care and not caring is not okay. It's not like, well, I don't hate you. So it's cool that I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? And and I won't even necessarily say that like it is outright wrong to not give a fuck. But it is complicit in like whatever negative thing occurs to that group. So it's like the same thing with like being black. You don't have to give a fuck about the stuff that happens to black people. But if you don't give a fuck, it does make it easier for those things to keep happening. So you are in some small way complicit to the fact that it does occur by not by not caring. And I mean, like that's with everything in truth. And it sucks that it's like that. Because honestly, it's so hard to give a fuck about all this stuff. The world is so crazy. But. You really, really have to. Um, one thing that really showed me, I, I know I'm kind of skipping around. I should have said this a little earlier. But one thing that really showed me the thing I was saying about how the black community feels about the transgender shit is when that report came out that Jeezy and Jeannie Mae weren't going to weren't going to name their child because they were going to let them decide their own gender or some shit like that. Whatever it was, like the whole point was they planned on raising their child gender neutral and niggas was like. See, this is what's wrong. This is why they all gay. This is why da 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 da. And like, I didn't see too many people sharing it. I shared it with the sentiment like, hey, this is interesting. More than anything, it was interesting to me because of who Jeezy is. Like, y'all, when we met Jeezy, last time I checked, I was the man on these streets. They call me Residue. I leave blow on these beats. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, when they play the new Jeezy, all the dope boys go crazy. That's the Jeezy that I met. So the fact that Jeezy is like, yeah, I'm going to have my baby and let them decide whether or not they a boy or a girl later. I just didn't expect that to be out of the same nigga. Like, Jeezy and Boosie have a lot of songs together. They got a few at least. I thought, I thought they would have a similar approach to this. That's all I'm saying. So when I seen this, I was like, either it's not true or that is surprising. That is crazy interesting. Um, and even then, in my, even in, even in my faux advocacy now, that's what I call it. Cause I'm not like an advocate for transgender rights. I don't want to say that. Cause if they out here picking in with signs and shit like that about something, I ain't going, you know what I'm saying? Like I still care. I, I care now more than I did. And I, I will, I will advocate for the, the right, uh, messaging and presentation on these kind of things. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't, I ain't marching, so I don't want to be, like, advocate, advocate, like, like, ally, you know what I'm saying, like, so faux advocate, you know what I'm saying, like, maybe baby ally, or whatever, you know what I'm saying, uh, I don't even, look, I'm, I'm, I don't even remember how I, how I got on that, on that term, but, but the whole point is, like, uh, that's the whole reason why I feel like you gotta kind of move your positioning on things like that a little bit, because it does make it easy for shit like this to happen, because, now I'm of a position where when I see stuff like this happen, 
I'm like, God damn, like they really trying to fuck with these people again. You know what I'm saying? And and I really would do anything I could. You know what I'm saying? Like within like the the realm of, you know, not voting for a nigga who would, you know, do this shit to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not I just don't like to be fake. I'm not trying to make it sound cool that like I only kinda fuck with the transgender community. Like that's not what I'm saying. Like I'm just being honest. Like when I said it's only so many things a person can give a fuck about, like it's some things I really care about and it's some things that I wish were different. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's just me being honest. Um. Oh yeah, that's what I was saying when I when I got sidetracked. But basically, just that the way niggas was acting about Jeezy and Jeannie Mae and they baby made me realize that niggas is a part of this too. This isn't a why well, couldn't put this on white people do this because a white white people did it, but it's a bunch of niggas who are cool with it. Like they're like hell yeah, and I just think that shit is fucked up. That's honestly why I did this episode. I I don't know what I'm gonna call it. I really want to call it. I don't really care about the transgender community, y'all. But I'm like. I'm going to call it that, and niggas is never going to listen to the episode. They're going to kill me. They're going to fry me up. I don't want to get fried up, bro. I don't believe in being canceled, but I don't want to, like, I don't believe in pissing people off just because. Like, I feel like you can just not be a dickhead just because it's not necessary to be so. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, y'all, this is why shit like that. This is why this is why politics is important. No, and I know how the podcast is not primarily about that anymore, and I don't tend to make the episodes entirely about that for a reason. Uh, but man, y'all, this shit does matter. Midterms are coming up. The reason why a lot of the things didn't get done or can't get done that they trying to get done is because we don't have enough senators. We don't have like an overwhelming majority in the Senate or the house. So like, you know, if you a nigga who don't vote, go vote man. get registered and go figure out who the fuck you would vote for out of the people who are in there and just go cast that little vote or whatever. Just, just do that shit because honestly, it's, it's like ground level, uh, catalyst for change like if you you could like do all the other stuff but no so like but look at it this way if we did all the other shit but no one did vote it would rapidly still get worse because that's actually how power is like distributed in america so like i just i don't really know any other way to put it to y'all uh right now it's transgender people but you see like they they really do treat us all pretty much the same like all of the marginalized groups get the middle finger so yeah let's give a fuck about that shit you know what i'm saying when we can at least try to a little bit uh fuck hot wheels i'm gonna go into a little break and uh fuck it i got a real nigga story time for y'all too So on this segment of Real Nigga Storytime, um, let's let, let's start this off this way. Um, I apologize for the background noise. I told y'all um, we doing laundry right now. We close to the washing machine. That motherfucker's loud. I hope it's not overbearing. Uh, so I didn't realize how much you can kind of get bogged down in all the things that are going on in your life. Like you could get busy and you can just be going through shit and just really lose track of small things things that you normally are really good at keeping track of um so the other day i'm walking out of my house and the way my car is parked my wheels are still turned to the side i didn't straighten my wheels when i got out of the car it's probably you know 
tired and shit, came home late, whatever. Um, and I'm looking and I'm like, what is that that I see on my wheels? Like kind of on the inside of my tires. I get a little bit closer and I'm like, whoa, my tires are bald as shit. Is this what people mean when they say that you can see the wires on your tire? They are so bald. Like, oh shit. I have never let my tires get this bad before y'all. Like never in my life have I let my tires get to this level. So I genuinely wasn't. I was, I'm still not 100% sure that's what I was looking at. But, I mean, from how bald they were, that's got to be what it is. So, I'm like, fuck, that's crazy. But I'm looking at my schedule. I'm like, I really don't have no off days in the next few days to stop and get this taken care of. So, I'm like, fuck, when can I get it done? I'm going to get it done next week on Wednesday. But, anyway, uh, I'm like, whatever. I'm like, I'll just be careful. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. So, I'm I'm driving driving to work or whatever and i work far from home oh i gotta drive on the highway and shit i'm over here like man just praying nothing happens like man don't let one of these tires blow or no stupid shit like i'm just trying to get this week work week finished so i can get these tires and i'll be gucci so everything's cool you know what i'm saying going to work it's been like a day or two i'm coming home from work and it's really been raining like a little bit almost every day for the last week like not hard but just like just just like sprinkling all day type shit on and off um but like whatever i'm, I'm just being careful or whatever i'm on my way home and uh driving down the highway it's night and it's like an accident up ahead so i'm like fuck so we like in a stop and go ass traffic stop and go stop and go so finally we start going again and i'm actually checking out this new podcast that i've been listening to or whatever somebody else podcast it's actually called the black guy who tips podcast i got no problem putting y'all on to some other shit it's actually the first podcast i've listened to that has really made me think of my own so if you like this you'll probably like it true but anyway i'm trying to get uh i'm trying to pick up my phone and play the next episode or whatever i mean it's just like a motherfucking movie bruh soon as i look down i look up the car in front of me is at a complete stop i slam on my brakes my tires are bald as shit so you know i slide right the fuck into the ass so i'm like fuck fuck i done rear-ended these motherfucking people first of all so you already know you rear-end somebody like it's your fucking fault like it's your fault off the rip so i'm like insurance about to go up it's about to be a headache. Like, it's just bullshit. Like, just bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Now I have to pay this stupid-ass fucking deductible. I'm pissed, y'all. I'm pissed. Not to mention we're on the highway. And I've seen accidents on the Houston highways a million times. And one thing I will never do. Now, these motherfuckers do this shit all the time. I'm not getting out of the fucking car. Like, y'all be getting out of the car on these highways and get, about to get hit by these niggas. Do not be paying no attention. There's no way I'm getting out of the car. I'm not getting out of the car. Fuck that. Also, they be staying in the road like for no, like to me, I'm just like, bro, if it's some shit where our cars can move, we can go pull over to the next exit and call the police and take pictures and do that shit over there. Because if somebody going to hit and run, they're going to run regardless. It ain't going to they're not going to run because you decided to go to the next exit. So the, the girl who I hit is like trying to like look out the window. I'm looking out my window, yelling at her, pointing ahead, like, just go to the next exit. Go to the next exit. I'll follow you to the next exit. So she finally peeps what I'm saying or whatever. And she goes to the next exit. I follow her there or whatever. We pull up to this little spot or whatever. She hops out of her car. She driving an Altima. You know what I'm saying? Which, you know. You know she can't drive. Even though she was in front of me and I hit her. And I used to drive an Altima. They say that they say Altima drivers can't drive. That's why I had to get rid of mine. So niggas knew what it was. Anyway. um, 
she gets out the car. I get out the car. I look at the front of my car. Not even a scratch. Look at the back of her car. Not even a scratch, y'all. I mean, I'm talking about like the back of her car was dirty. You couldn't even look on her car and see like in the dirt where my shit had hit it. Like, had we not both been in the car? I swear to God, you would have thought that that shit did not happen. Like nothing happened. So I'm like, fuck yeah, in my mind. I'm like, as long as she not in here tripping or whatever, we gonna be good. Because I did still rear end her. She still could still want to call the insurance, get her a little couple hundred dollar settlement. Like, you know, whatever. Like they will cash you out for even nothing on that. If both people say that happened type shit. Um, so, and not a lot, but she would have got a couple hundred bucks. But anyway, so I'm like, hopefully she not on that shit. So I walk up to her car. She's getting out. As she's getting out, y'all, I shit you not. Number one, she yelling at her kids in the back talking about, uh, shut the fuck up. You over here got my baby crying now. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, oh, this is the kind of personality I'm about to be dealing with. Y'all, I take a step closer and look inside the car. In the front seat of this two-door Altima is a rear-facing car seat with the baby in the car. I'm like, this bitch got the baby in the front seat. Hell no. Girl, you can't call the police. They taking your ass to jail. What you mean? I know I'm good. She get out the car. She look at the back of her shit. She look at my shit. She like, yeah, I guess it's cool. I don't see nothing. I'm looking at the side of her car where she done hit some other shit. I'm like, bitch, you can't drive it. Oh, you can't drive it. You got the baby in the front, nigga. Like, hell to the dog, y'all. I, I, y'all, you cannot make the bro. This shit just happened. I was fucking weak. There's no way in hell. The baby was in the front fucking seat, y'all. I just couldn't. I was there, bro. She was like, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Whatever, whatever. She got in her shit. I got in my shit or whatever. He scared her the fuck up out of there. It was over with. You know what I'm saying? No harm, no foul, bro. The real nigga won again. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I... <laughs> There's some of the shit that be happening to me, bro. Like, I'm like... I had to tell you when it first happens because you won't even believe it, I feel like. You think I'm making this shit up. No, bruh, guy. I hit her, thought shit was going to go left. Cars was in good condition, pulled up. She she verbally abusing her children. Also, she got a baby in the front seat. I'm like, bruh, you can't make this shit up. That's some Ohio shit, really. That's some shit that I would have expected to happen in Ohio. But, I mean, shit, Houston big as fuck. Maybe she from Ohio. I should have checked her license plate and seen. She probably from Columbus the way she was. But... Anyway, man, this is all I got for y'all today, man. Thanks for tuning in again. If you haven't already followed all the social medias, make sure you do. FTS Podcast on Facebook, at Fuck This Shit Pod on everything else. Make sure you like this shit. Make sure that you are subscribed. If you, uh, you know, just on your little platform for the free so you get the updates when I drop new shit. And if you really real, you know what I'm saying, go ahead and subscribe for that $4.99. You'll get tons of bonus content. Uh, you'll get access to things that other people don't get. I also have you all on the email list. So whenever I drop exclusive merchandise for the podcast, all the subscribers will get a promo code for a nice little percentage off. And all of that shit is coming soon as well. Um, that's all I got for y'all. Until next time. Peace. Yeah. Double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire. My mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself. It's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board. My nigga trying to see. Billion. Mm. 
My gift to God, honest. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth billion. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they bury him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. <laughs> Trying to see the salad with the croutons. Laying the foes down like futons for the billion. Yeah, man, you're not tuning in. Fuck this shit podcast. And billions 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 and bill